All right. Is straightness real? Is it? Um, I, in my opinion, no. I no, it's not real. It is not real. I'm saying this as a so-called straight guy. It is not real because you know what? What makes you think it's real? Or like, <laughs> okay, so what? My 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 main thesis, my main point on Wait, this. Wait, like, yeah, we'll probably need to define this. <laughs> I you need. Mean, it. Do you mean like straightness is a societal construct, or you mean no one is actually st- fully straight? Okay, so. Or do you mean both? I think. All right. Straightness as a social construct, heterosexuality. Like it's not realizing like it's not a biological thing; it's a social thing. Social thing. Yeah, it's a social socially thing. learned thing. Socially learned thing. Is that what you mean by? Well, well, that's one thing. Okay, that's one thing. There's multiple dimensions. But, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when people say, "Oh, I'm naturally straight." What do you mean? Yeah, what does naturally mean? It, no, it's, that's just essentialist bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, that that's socially constructed. I know that for sure. But what I'm saying, people are not 100% straight. Mm. People are never 100% straight. And you know why? You know why I can say that? Yeah, how can you prove this? <laughs> well, um, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a social scientist. No. But. Wait. <laughs> but. You don't have your credentials. Yet. I don't have credentials. But if I were to like do like a an ethnographic re- like ethnographic um, study on people's reactions on how people socially react to like certain guys, mm-hmm. I know for sure there will be a guy out there, or there will be a girl out there, or there will be a person out there that is. That you'll be attracted to, that you would be like, what? How can I be attracted to this person? Mm. Like, I know for sure there will be that person out there. You think that's been done? Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Is, maybe I, this is fresh ground. This is interesting. Though. We need to see if this has been done. I I, I'm, I don't want to do research now. I oh. just want to talk. Okay. But it's kind of, it's just ridiculous. I just think it's ridiculous for like, some people to be like, I'm not, I, I, I can never like a guy. I can't. I can, I can never. I can never like. It's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Do you think it's ridiculous? <laughs> Do I think it's ridiculous? Um, I don't know. I don't know what someone's into. Like I, I can believe it. I think it's within reason. Someone say that they're super straight, or they're hundred well, percent straight. Super straight means something else. <laughs> I know. It's like transphobic. I know. One hundred percent straight. Hmm. Oh yeah! Wait, super straight is guys that aren't like they're attracted to only, only uh, cis gender. Is people. that what it is? I actually don't know super. But I'm not, because like, not because really clear on that. because I, I don't know. I don't know because you you said it's transphobic and I was like yeah maybe that's the thing because I've I've obviously have ran into people that are like that. Um, they say that they're like allegedly. Yeah, we don't know. But I I I don't I don't believe it. I don't believe when people say they're like you're super straight. I'm a hundred percent straight. Fuck that. Hmm. You're 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 fucking. You're just saying that because you know. You identify with the role, you think the sexuality you've been assigned. Yeah. You think? 
or they're just they're just they're just they obviously have like internalized homophobia mm-hmm. that's 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 how it's always is. i see but, yeah okay wait let's see let's define super straight the term is meant to refer to a preference of the opposite sex with the exclusion of transgender yes people. okay interesting Super Honestly, I, I never thought of this term, but... I've also never thought of this. So, I mean, I don't... Yeah, I also think this is weird, because then it's like... Then, like, what are you... What are you how would you know what you're... Like, you exactly. can't really... The thing is, people there... like, like to imagine they could clock someone as trans, like, all the time, but, mm-hmm. like, that's not so easy. Yeah. I find it kind of fucking ridiculous, because, like... I always hear this hypothetical situation, like... Say you like you you're attracted to someone mm-hmm. and you don't know they're trans mm-hmm. and then once you find out they're trans you're unattracted by them you're unattracted to them what, what is that yeah that's also weird i don't know then it's like what are you attracted to like the fucking genitalia that's also that's just strange yeah that's fucking strange that's fucking ridiculous that's so weird why would yeah i just think that's weird or it's like sometimes it's not even genitalia. It's like you're attracted to the fucking chromosomes. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's it's so dumb. It's it's like that's clearly not true. Like, you don't have a. No one really knows what their sex chromosomes actually are. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a bunch of fucking fragile, typical men. I mean, I think it also just aligns with like their political, like right wing, like oh trans people are like ruining society so then we can't yeah. be attracted to them yeah yeah and then it's funny because then a lot of like transphobic like politicians who like like enact or like um push for laws that take away the rights of trans people get caught like jerking off to like trans porn or something oh yeah or even like com- political commentators and it's like what the fuck this is so weird I know it's like a joke that like like these transphobic pre- uh, like politicians are like they've had these transphobic homophobic politicians have had like like covert relationships with like with with pe- with other people mm-hmm. that go against their s- supposed morals. Yeah, that's interesting. Do you think how how true do you think that is? I believe it. I believe it. That's for sure a real thing. Who do you think? Oh, who do you think is like that? The full commentator. I'm sure. I'm sure we could look up a case already where it's like there's someone who got caught. Uh huh. Hold on, brief intermission. <laughs> what do you look up? Politician transporn. Alabama Republican busted looking at trans adult pics online even after voting trans rights. There we go. We found it. Republican politician likes transgender porn. Senator Tom Watley is his name. He's a Republican, and he votes for legislation that erodes the rights of transgender constituents. However, apparently, he does enjoy transgender porn and got himself caught clicking, like, on Twitter posts that exposed him. I mean, that makes sense to me because um, someone could get off to some... get off to... A person that they treat like shit. Yeah. Would be disrespectful yeah. too. 
that's like a lot of dudes towards women in general yeah. they don't respect you but they'll still like get off to you so yeah. i can see that happening to trans people also of course like porn is, has the dehumanizing aspect of it yeah so. porn is just dehumanizing in general yeah so it's just it's not surprising to that so are you saying there's no straight people straight or straightness isn't real that's your yeah that's thesis. my thesis are gay people real this is the this is i think this is the logical um um i think yeah, conclusion well, they, 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 well, uh, from that the other the thing you you put you um assert so or no one's 100 percent gay or lesbian can't speak on that mm. but it would as, be a, straight person, <laughs> as a straight person what is what is logical um i can't mm-hmm. I, I don't know i don't you're know you're not in a position to make yeah. this argument <laughs> yeah i i can only do on the street we can only theorize but it obviously like it would become the logical conclusion to think that way mm-hmm. um like I, I I just I don't I to me I just don't find it logical to think that that you're only attracted to certain genitalia. Yeah. I, I, or or certain social roles. Social identity. Because someone can perform a social role and like look a certain way and it's like that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like it's and this obviously like begs the question on like me questioning like 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 um gender perf- or gender performance gender S- sexuality performance oh no 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 like like gender performance like how you dress how you uh-huh. present yourself i guess well sexuality is tied to like which genders you're attracted to yeah yeah but like it it, it brings like if you're gonna think about um the legitimacy legitimacy of like straightness you're also gonna have to question the legitimacy of like gender performance gender expression mm-hmm. that's that's the way i was thinking of um because i obviously think that i i tell people that oh fucking masculinity it's itself the concept of masculinity is a an oppressive or ideal mm-hmm. like people people act masculine in a way in a way or people that act like explicitly oh i want to become i want to I want to, uh, uh, I want to work out. I want to eat steak. I want to do all this shit to make myself look masculine. Mm-hmm. Come from the idea that that being feminine is bad. Mm-hmm. It's it's antagonistic of femininity. Mm-hmm. That's why they're doing it, and that's why I think masculinity is is bullshit. Okay. I think I think it should be abolished. Okay. Um. Like obviously, if you're gonna do something that's supposedly masculine, that's nothing wrong. Like, people are obviously gonna label doing exor- certain exercises to be more masculine, some other exercises to be more feminine. But people do shit in the virtue of being more masculine or being more feminine, mm-hmm. and I think that binary is wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 a critique I have, and 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 that's similar to like being straight. Like certain people are attracted to certain other people mm-hmm. because they think, "Oh, I'm straight. I gotta be attracted to this person." That's that's bullshit. Yeah, 
That, that's just that's societal norms being imposed on yourself. Mm-hmm. That's just self-inflicted, and I find it ridiculous. Yeah, I th- agree too. I think well, I think it's like the idea that your sexuality is like based on someone a person's gender roles or the person a gender someone identifies is like is too simplistic to capture like what what people are actually attracted to which is like a range of things it can be like features or like behavior and that and those aren't necessarily tied to like specific genders like anyone can possess those things of any gender yeah yeah i don't know i i also think it's the like this gen like any counter conceptualization of gender that we have is like wouldn't be able to fully capture the like the complexity and diversity of human attraction yeah i would agree so i mean i and i so that's why i think like the solution wouldn't be to create more like specific genders and sexualities that capture things but more so i'd I'd move towards like gender abolition like it's not real yeah yeah because it just it kind of just like the whole i (laughs) i i i i i don't feel like i'm i'm capable of like talking about this but i just feel like the whole Like, a lot of things that have derived from, like, like discrimination on gender just comes from the idea of gender itself. Mm-hmm. Like, for sure, I honestly would not think that people would be, like, society would not be as, as, as transphobic. Well, I I don't know. I, I, I just feel like, yeah, that's definitely the direction that needs to go. But it, it's definitely, like, it's a very hard process to just deconstruct that idea because gender is is a very old construct that happened. It's also very just tied to, like, our, like, um, our society economically. Yeah, too. economics, yeah. And, like, the, the nuclear family... Because then we'd be abolishing family too, I think. The nuclear family. If well, you well, if you abolish gender, then it's like, well, these are like also gender roles that are tied to the nuclear yeah. family. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's controversial to say. Well, it is controversial to say that abolishing the nuclear family is. It depends who your who your audience is. Yeah, but our audience, I wouldn't think it's like far fetched. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I feel like yeah, abolishing the nuclear family is a step towards the right direction because you know mm-hmm. we're social beings. Like a family, like the immediate nuclear family, the 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 supposed husband and wife and two and a half kids. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's it is oppressive. It is oppressive and it's exploitative because there's a lot of free labor expected, especially from like the the women. Yeah. yeah, and the children—they obviously face a lot of abuse. And mm. 
Yeah. And that, like, depends on the, a lot of people are parents who should, like, have no business yeah. being parents. Yeah. And I would think that a lot of the the supposed, like, negligence, the like, just the inter-family problems would not arise if there was more people. Or communal child care. Yeah, yeah, communal child care. Mm-hmm. Like, there would be so many, like, it would just be so much better. Yeah. Yeah. For children liberation also. Children liberation. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Pride. Happy Pride Month. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Heat Wave. I'm Chewy. I'm Zen. And thank you for listening. So today we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about a lot of things. Well, a lot of things in society because it's been pretty difficult recently. Before talking about like the the thing that's like gonna be like depressing, um, we're gonna talk about something that's a little bit less depressing. Um, it's the environment. Um, so. Recently, uh, here locally in Arizona, a lot of cities have been declaring uh, water alerts. Um, you may be asking, what is a water alert? Ah, I don't know. This is, what is this? Um, honestly, it's just, it's, uh, so, I first, the first one that I heard was the city of Mesa. Out of all the cities in the valley, the most, arguably the most conservative um, city said that he told told the residents of Mesa that hey y'all we gotta we gotta stop using so much water because the Colorado River's water supply is dropping um, and that's because you know climate change mm-hmm. uh, mismanagement um, uh, America being fucking well capitalism blah 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 mm-hmm. uh, like they told that to the residents, and honestly, I don't, I can't recall if this has ever happened before, like a water alert, an explicit water alert. If there has been a water alert, please let me know. Um, but yeah, City Mesa did one, then the City of Phoenix did one, City uh, Tempe did one. Um, I'd assume there's other cities that are doing the same in the valley. But just, man, like, just thinking about it is, like, like, there was, like, one press release that I read that, like, like, Kate Gallego said, like, that, oh, this is very unprecedented, the amount of water dropping. And and now, it's just, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's a trickling down effect of, like, just being ridiculous mm-hmm. um I, I i don't know what else to say but uh it's just these alerts should not be alarming like in the immediate sense but it should be alarming like in the societal sense what i'm saying yeah um it should be expected but it also should move us to 
realize that there is a problem. Yeah. Because, like, this is something... Like, that we need to address or else <laughs> yeah. we're gonna fucking die. Yeah, or Phoenix is just gonna become uninhabitable. Yeah. Not just Phoenix, the whole Southwest. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will cause a huge mess. But then, like, huge. migrating away isn't, like, an option for a lot of people, too. Yeah. It, it's well, it's, well, it's the easiest option for the people yeah. with the most resources. Yeah. Yeah. But not everyone can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, like, this is not something that people think about, like, regularly, but it's just, it's something that needs to be thought more of. Um, And it just, it has to, it's, it just shows, like, the, the sheer contradictions that are in society, because, like, we're told, hey, we gotta stop drinking water, but, like, Mm -hmm. you know. If you go to, like, a nice suburb, like, if you go to fucking Scottsdale, they have all the golf courses yeah. with nice green pastures. And you see, you go outside of the city and you see eels of alfalfa, which, for the ones that don't know, alfalfa is, like, extremely water-consuming and it's ridiculous that we're growing it in the middle of the fucking desert. I find it fucking ridiculous that we grow vegetation in the middle of the fucking desert but you know it's Mm. something else um yeah it's yeah um well yeah i just think it's i guess this this is the case with a lot of things but it's like the the people who are going to be the least impacted or the people who are like manage responsible for mismanaging all of the like everything like leading up to like the the water shortages are going to be like the least impacted by yeah. this yeah. just because they could like oh we just fuck off somewhere else yeah but the people who are going to be most impacted literally have no say in what's happening to them yeah absolutely and then so i mean i think this is like important this is why it's important for like people to the people to mobilize and take control of things before i mean Like, it just makes me think about, like... <laughs> we can't live here anymore. Not not just, like, a local scale, but, like, planetary, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, this just reminded me of that... Ah, man, this, this ridiculous, like, I, I, like, video clip I heard of, like, Ben Shapiro. Mm-hmm. Talk about, like... Like, um... If you're, like... If you have, like, a house near the... Like, the sh- like near the coast... You could just, like, sell your house... Like mm-hmm. he said, just sell your just house. Sell just sell your house and move out. Mm-hmm. But like, well, that's assuming that everybody's a homeowner. Mm-hmm. Um, but second, like, <laughs> you have house to sell. <laughs> but second, like, um, if there's like, if you're part of the city, if your community becomes uninhabitable, who are you gonna sell your house? Who are you gonna to? sell your fucking house to? <laughs> that means like, it obviously will depreciate the value and you won't have an ability to move the fuck out. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's the capitalist mindset where you can probably just sell anything and anytime there's always someone ready to buy it. Yeah. yeah. But note with no concern of how sustainable that actually is. Do you want to talk about the other thing? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we we were reading this photo essay by Fuerte. Yeah, yeah. I I saw this this article like this morning. I honestly like I didn't think about like how did you find it? Is on social media? Someone shared it. Yeah, someone shared it on their story, and like I don't I didn't know what Fuerte was. Yeah, what is what is Fuerte? Fuerte looks like just like a media collective that is like local here. That oh, they do art and activism. Yeah, or art and advocacy. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're like like they're, they're communists no they're not they're not with it with it but like they're they're progressive they're pretty like vocal so. they're concerned for the people yeah yeah so Respect that shout out shout out fuerte um good work on this it's but um wonderful. like this article uh i found it um i sent it to you because i was like i don't know if i'll read it but uh, i want to include it mm-hmm. in the show i didn't get to read it because i had work okay but what did you get from it? Yeah, so, I mean, this article is about, like, two areas or two communities. There's the South Phoenix area, and then there's the Fountain Hills area. And the South Phoenix area is, like, where all the, like, Hispanic and Black people live. Yeah. And then, like, the Fountain Hills area is, like, where all the white people, or the yeah. white folks live. White. <laughs> the white. The rich white folks. Um, Super white. They have their, like, um, household incomes, and yeah. these people are making, like, upwards of, like, 250000 over $250,000, <laughs> like, a year. Um, like, the most for the, like, the, um, what's it called, South Phoenix is, like, 137 Like, that's the highest. Holy shit. So, yeah, there's a big difference in, like, as far as, like, how much money people are making. Yeah, and that's income. That's not even factoring wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, South Phoenix encompasses the area south of the Salt River, north of the Rosa Road, east of 24th Street, and west of 32nd Street. And then Fountain Hills, like the white the white folk um, community, borders Port McDowell, Yavapai Nation. So, it borders them. It's not the Salt River, Puma, Maricopa Indian community, and Scottsdale. Yeah. Um, so, um, with South Phoenix, is all, a lot of, like, industrial... Um, like manufacturing stuff is like built around the area next to like the residential places so like there's a lot of like pollution and like toxic waste and uh, just um i guess noise and environmental um pollution yeah pollution that affects the people there and so like all these chemicals are like being pumped into the air and the people are breathing them in so and like that you can see that manifesting itself in like the like the rates of asthma for the people. I'm sure there's like other like complications and diseases that arise just from like being around all of this like stuff that you should not be breathing in. Yeah. Um and like the reason like all of this happened was because like this was the area where like a majority of um like Mexican migrants were like living. Yeah. And and also like African American people were moving to escape from the KKK. And then, so, like, they, they lived in this, like, South Phoenix area. And then they, I guess, they, um, the people in charge decided to, like, move all, like, the transportation infrastructure and uh, all the manufacturing um, places there. So, yeah, that's why there's, like, the difference. And then, um, like, Fountain Hills is, like, they have none of that, none of, like, the oh, ma- yeah. manufacturing. It's just, like, a clean, like, neighborhood clean uh, suburb suburb yeah environment so there's that and then there's also like the way businesses and things are placed there where like the south phoenix area has like uh like a liquor store every corner mm-hmm. and then 
Fountain Hills literally only has one liquor store, like, mm-hmm. for the whole area. So, I mean, there's, like, stuff that's, like, clearly... What's in supplies, things that are, like, adverse for health, right? Yeah. On top of, like, already having all the pollution in the air. Um, Fountain Hills gets invested with more, like, green, like, urban parks and shit. So that they have, like, all of this, like, um, green spaces. They have these trees that can, like, trap and help with air pollution and excessive heat. As a, in comparison to South Phoenix, which has none of that. Mm-hmm. So so you see more things with, like, just the people who are, like, um, less privileged being impacted with, like, the, the worst of climate change, yeah. one, and then also all the... I, I, everything else that is, like, a consequence of, like, capitalism. Yeah. Yeah, this is just basically... more of the same. Yeah. It's basic... Well, people talk about, like, this is... They call this environmental racism. Mm -hmm. I I don't really like that term. (laughs) Because it kind of, like... It's... It kind of... It makes it... It it just casts off, like, oh, that's, like, a phenomenon that happens. And, and, like, liberal people will think that it's just, like, it's not really interconnected. But it's extremely interconnected. Like... With what? With... With capitalism, oh. <laughs> the superstructure. Of course, <laughs> yeah, of course. As um, is, as is everything. Yeah, everything is, everything's interconnected. So, mm-hmm. um, like, that's that's interesting. I like, for the ones that like, it's not 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 only um, uh, not only uh, that uh, community is um, it's facing all those things. They're also being gentrified as fuck. Mm-hmm. so like uh, like i i read the um i read um marx's uh, uh the housing question mm-hmm. yes um and it basically talks about how like um housing will never be solved um it's always an, a, a constant process yeah if if you're a wealthy individual you go into a community and those people that are more lesser well off they just got pushed off into the periphery they just get pushed off and, and like they they lose their ability to like they, they're always pushed aside mm-hmm. they're always pushed aside and um like environmental racism like in this situation what gets pushed aside all the this nasty stuff that is needed in society um all the industrial parts, I I wouldn't be surprised, but there'd probably be like, I like sanitation, all the nasty stuff in, in in a community that is needed, like, um, like one thing that reminded me one and like this is one thing that reminded me when I thought when you when you mentioned Fountain Hills, mm-hmm. is that once when you drive by Fountain Hills, and you have to go through the reservation. Like, you have to drive by a giant landfill. And it's, like, this landfill that is stuck in the reservation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also, like, environmental racism. Like, the the the, reserva- the res has to take all the shit. Literal Little shit. shit yeah. Literal shit of, of the city. And just... And has to pay the consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, and... 
driving down you you get into more desert and then some uh, out of nowhere found hills comes out of the place it's so it's so isolated they don't get to see their like what there is what they've created yeah essentially. yeah absolutely um that's just like sub- suburbia in general fucking mm-hmm. suburbia but um yeah and like yeah people question why why people why certain people have like health issues why certain people or why yeah why certain communities or groups of people have like these things why are certain communities more unhealthy unhealthy more they're just lazy lazy oh a quote quote overweight like yeah i i like the the whole the whole metric of like your zip code is going to tell a lot about you is a real fucking thing Mm -hmm. and just analyzing the 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 lifestyle of those two communities just prove it just goes to show Mm -hmm. um if you go to certain parts of like south phoenix south central phoenix literally there are neighborhoods that don't have trees Mm-hmm. don't have trees at all um and that's obviously a hotter community yeah hotter. it's a hotter community um no like exchange of oxygen or anything yeah and it's or less i guess and then it's just like it's the more polluted pollution. yeah it's like then you're just breathing like smog and whatever and you're closer to the freeway which mm-hmm. um and also like anti anti car <laughs> yeah you're closer to the freeway um, if there's like a new development to the freeway, you are in a space that's designated path of least resistance. Um, yeah, etc. etc. Like, I want to read more on like noise pollution. Noise I pollution. I don't know that much about that. Noise pollution. Yes, it's that's something I don't really know too much about. That is interesting though. But yeah, noise pollution is definitely like. If you it affects your well being, yeah, it does I, I, affect your well being because, like, um, like I notice it. Like, I live near a freeway, mm-hmm. and I didn't notice this. Like, w- when you're a little kid, you you don't really notice things. You just you just embrace it, or you get desensitized to it over time. Right? You just think it's normal. Uh-huh. You think it's normal, but like, um, once you leave that space, and people tell you, oh. You don't hear that much noise. You when, when when you come back, you're like, oh shit, I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. Like, like one thing that I notice is like, in my neighborhood, my neighborhood is is like I compared my neighborhood to a neighborhood that's across the street from my like across a big street, mm-hmm. and that neighborhood has less noise pollution. You can. You, you hear it. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know because we're, you, we're you, pretty close in proximity. But, like, you, you, like, how you tell there's less noise, you just hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, there, that, no, that neighborhood has higher property values, mm-hmm. has higher property values, and, um, obviously has less noise pollution. Property values has a lot to do with noise pollution. People don't really talk about noise pollution, but it definitely does. Like, if you're next to a train, that your your house is going to be expected less valuable mm-hmm. because the train no one wants to 
hear that. No one wants to hear that shit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. But yeah, capitalism has a lot of lot of connection with um, with pollution, noise pollution, situational like locate, like mm-hmm. like real real estate people always say location, location, location. But yeah, that's just well, they're right. It is they're right, but like it has a lot to do with like you know capitalism. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyways, I think we're ready to talk about. Ready to talk about what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it to say? I feel like people are going to forget about this really quickly because another mass shooting is going to happen. I mean, one already did happen like not that long ago. There was... Uh, another one. Yeah, in Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Was it today or yesterday? I don't know. It was, it was like pretty recent. recent. It's yeah. pretty recent. And I'm sure more is going to come. This is like not over. There's what, there's what, like what, 289 school shootings in America like this year or this past year? Yeah. Yeah. Literally like in Texas, 289 is crazy. That's like almost every day there's a school shooting mm-hmm. except for, I don't know, like a few months. Well, there's isn't school every single day of the year, so oh, yeah, yeah. it is fair to say there is a school shooting every day. A school shooting every day or a school shooting threat every day? I don't know. The, there was like, I think it was just school shootings I was counting. So, but it's not like there was, but the frequency is like, it's just so much. Yeah. Interesting. And yeah. it's ridiculous compared to other countries where it's like, how many school shootings did they have in the past year? And it's like three, two, one, zero, zero, mm-hmm. zero, zero. And it's like, why is why is America so much an outlier in this? Mm-hmm. Um, this shouldn't even be a statistic. There shouldn't be zero school shootings. Children should not be dying like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was when I first heard about this the shooting threat. I was like, it's it's actually like it's really fucking sad how I reacted to it because like when I heard it, I was like. An- another school shooting mm-hmm. and i was like i thought people were gonna like move on from it mm-hmm. i literally thought that way and then like i think that's gonna happen well yeah but i didn't expect people to like make it like a thing like, oh, okay. people would talk about it I see. like i thought people were gonna be like oh a shooting threat happened i guess we gotta move on <laughs> yeah well, yeah. I, I felt that way because people already moved on from, like, the Buffalo Yeah, thing. yeah. Yeah. It's because so much is happening that, I don't know, people don't really... Yeah. That's hard. And it's just, like, how people are fucking talking about it. It's just... We need to do something. We need to do something. We gotta... And what is that something? Oh, we gotta we vote. gotta we gotta vote really hard. We gotta hard. vote. We gotta vote. Um, Joe gotta, Biden's also talking. We gotta guys. We gotta do something about yeah, this. We gotta vote. Um, Did you see that? That was so funny. Is Biden's winning? Fucking ridiculous. And it's the same. It's the same shit with with abortion. It's the same shit with every fucking thing that that literally this administration, this this whole government has to face on the regular. Um, they're just like, well, Well, something needs to be done. Something (laughs) needs to be done, but you know what? We're not going to do it because we are on the, that will not uh, benefit us. 
Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, they just say a lot of nothing. A lot of bullshit. I, I guess the idea is if they pretend to care, people will think they care about it. Yeah. And, and they, it seems to be working, too. Because <laughs> people are falling for it. Yeah. Because people are still like, oh, we're not getting shit done because we have those 50 senators. Well, people still have faith in the government. Yeah. We have those 50 Republican senators that are blocking us. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Or the, the process. Fuck off. Oh my god. And like... Like, what people are saying that what we should do to like fix it won't even fucking fix it. Like, people said that, oh, we should... uh Like, literally, there are democratic governments uh, like in multiple levels that are thinking, hey, we should ban bulletproof vests for for like civilian use That's which is so stupid which i'm like what the fuck is that what is that like what is that gonna do what is that gonna do you're gonna make it easier for fucking nazis fucking right-wingers to kill people or just anyone just people. anybody to Why kill anybody else except vests? the fucking police yeah what makes you think that the fucking police have, like this, con- like this consciousness, this, this Teflon principality, in, like, it, it just it also just brings up the question on like the whole discussion of like, like gun gun um, gun control. Like I like I'm not sure if everybody is listening in, in this podcast is like has like a full um understanding of what we believe in gun control or what is the um the supposed like left take and some people are like like some segments of the the left i feel like are kind of like they do it very half-assedly like they're like oh i I love guns like you gotta love guns and we gotta appreciate guns Mm mm-hmm and I just I don't like that posturing because because it just it's it's a very reductionist understanding of, of what is a gun in society. Um, what is a gun in American? And it's like it society. doesn't take into reference like other countries and how they operate with guns too. Yeah, absolutely. Like America is the one that's like most gung ho about mm-hmm. guns. Yeah. Why? What? It's like we don't have to maintain that. Like other countries don't do that, and they don't have this problem. Absolutely. And like, the the thing is, is like, some people think that. Some people think that like, socialist communists they like guns. They love guns. Mm-hmm. I don't love guns Mm -hmm. would you say you love guns no No. um but i it's like how the fuck like it's a necessary like it's an unfortunate necessary evil that Mm -hmm. has to be embraced because if we give up our guns what the fuck are we gonna do when the police aims a gun when the police aims a gun at us Mm -hmm. when the police pushes us around in society when when 
these these far right paramilitaries are gonna come to your house and shoot your your house up. Yeah. What are you gonna do about that? How are you gonna protect yourself? How are mm-hmm. you gonna protect your families? How are you gonna protect the people that you care most about? A knife ain't gonna do it. <laughs> it like the the saying goes, why why would you bring a knife to a gunfight? Mm-hmm. Um, like you need. Unfortunately, when you're in such a violent society, you need to fight violence with violence because mm-hmm. that's the only way you're able to match up with that violence. You can't just be a pacifist and be like, and take taking the bullet because you know what the fuck happens when you take in the bullet? You fucking die. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when, when... When there's a gun control, who the fuck is going to get it first? The people that need guns the most. People that are most marginalized. Like, like these people, these these kids. And then who's going to be enforcing the gun control, too? It's going to be the police. Yeah, the and they're going to be enforcing it on the already over-police segments of society. Yeah. Which are obviously the black and brown people in, in America. The non-white people. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of, like, actual fascists aren't gonna be like checked at all because i mean they are the police yeah exactly or they're buddies with the police mm-hmm. or they get or after they're, yeah they're carrying water for the, the police yeah or when they get arrested they get they get patted on their back or they they're like they're a fucking piece of shit that goes to a fucking university and gets fist bumped by by police members because he fucking Uh, yeah, I don't want. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to talk about that piece of shit. Because you know, he might be fucking listening, or someone that knows him might be fucking listening. He's around. Um. But anyways. Um. Yeah, it's like Black Panthers, like literally Reagan. Reagan and the Republicans back in the 60s wanted to pass gun reform, gun control, because the Panthers had guns. These motherfuckers want gun control when it challenges society. Mm-hmm. But when, it, when it's upholding society, they don't do shit about it because it's a, necess- it's a necessary aspect of you're at the expense of like children yeah lives they don't fucking care about children they don't they pretend to though i mean we saw it with the roe v wade yeah so you're killing a baby but then it's like actual children who are like alive are dying yeah nothing's happening actual children are dying they're under resourced babies aren't getting their 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 baby formula mm-hmm. not getting fed um baby uh, children are are more and more likely to be unhoused mm-hmm. um yeah definitely what a great fucking society that we're raised in and then yeah. like on the topic of pride month like you also see like people hunting down like people of like marginalized genders or 
like queer people just queer people in general and then a lot of like anti-trans legislation um also happening so it's like i don't know like what are we gonna do yeah I, I, I don't know what else to say. I have an idea on how we can end it. No, like... Uh, I just wanted to, like... Like, recently, I went to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And... Mexico, obviously, people talk about, oh my god, it's a violent society. People get mugged. People get... Um, uh, they get rant and put in ransom they get kidnapped they get this and that and obviously yes that that's a that's a real reality like no person from mexico would deny that reality Mm -hmm. but like one thing that i noticed i i like the last time i went like this recent this recently when i went to mexico i went to a concert Mm -hmm. It was a weird experience going to that concert because, like, going into the concert, I saw families. I saw complete families. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is weird. Like, when you go to a concert, when you go to anywhere that is, like, loud, Mm -hmm. (laughs) loud here, um, people go with their friends or people go as couples. People go by themselves. They go, like, they don't bring their families. They don't... And if they're going to bring their families, like, it's, like, it's in very, like, very specific situations. It's, mm-hmm. But this concert I went to, like, literally, it's not, like, kid-friendly music. Um, but families went. And when I went into the building, typically there's a lot of security. Typically, you know, you get, like, scanned up and, like, you have to pull out your stuff. Like, you know, you mm-hmm. it's like TSA. And there, they're like, um, like they just scanned you, and they didn't do anything else. They're like going, mm-hmm. like it was literally minimal, and I was like, this feels weird. I feel I, that feels yeah. I feel I kind of feel like, what? This is kind of like I feel, I I don't know. For me, it brought me a little bit of anxiety. Because it was you just, didn't feel safe. <laughs> like I at first I was like, this is kind of weird. Like, are you like like I didn't feel safe. Like, like I, I did feel safe, but like I felt like I was doing something wrong. Mm. That that sense, I, I was I felt anxious because I was like, did I do something wrong? Like it, it didn't feel right. But then like I sat down, and I just like I sat there and I was just like, holy shit. No, no there's. Like, there's no rowdy people. And, like, the event didn't have, like, there wasn't selling alcohol. And I think that's, like, one aspect of it. But, like, it was, like, really calm, really quiet, very tranquil. Mm-hmm. And nothing went wrong. And it just made me think, like, even in a such violent society, like, people will say, well, like, Mexico's like even a, in a so-called violent like statistically like 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 society that supposedly has a lot of violence a lot of homicide mm-hmm. 
people just go their way. Mm-hmm. People just go their way. I don't know how, I don't know what the statistics about like school shooting threats over there are. Um, or rest of Latin America. But I just like, I don't know. I just find it ridiculous that like how America doesn't have that same level of like communal or like societal trust. Yeah. 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 It's just people are so fucking anonymized. And like people always talk about, oh, we're going to address like when we got to, when we got to fix instead of like, you know, conservative, like Republicans, they say, oh, and instead of the gun control, we need to uh, fund like, you know, me- mental institutions. And, like, Do they really say fund mental institutions? No, they, they, don't, they don't. There's no fucking way. Or they, they it's like, it's, there's a mental health problem. <laughs> I know, mental health problem. <laughs> but they're not going to fund a solution. Yeah, they're not going to fund No it. fucking way. That's not happening. Um, But whenever they, like, like sometimes they, they talk about it's a mental health problem. They they never like, and then the like the what what would be their like what are they blaming? I guess it's like oh the drug trafficked by like the immigrants or whatever yeah. or something like stupid. But like when 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 they say that like the liberals always say, well these people that do these shootings they don't have mental problems. Which I'm like. Like both both are missing the point. Both, yeah. both are missing the point. Like obviously, I like. It brings up the question of like, like neurodivergence, like supposed neurodivergence and mental illness, and like, like that's I, I that's an that's another discussion to address. But like everybody's fucked. Mm-hmm. I would say everybody is fucked. Some people are just. Like, there are obviously... People are more fucked. <laughs> Some people are more fucked. But people are... are sus- people are so fucked because society is so fucked. So fucked to the core. And that's why people that are supposedly have no past, quote-unquote, no past um, mental, issue, mental issues have, have this happen. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I, people just both like just the, the, the American psyche, the American political imagination is just so bad. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm just well yeah but i mean see you can see like the common theme where like the conditions we're living under aren't conductive to like life. Or, or health or like just well-being of people mm-hmm. and so we need to change the whole system one thing that made me think about this because like i i've like experienced like a school shooting threat mm-hmm. um some of the people that are listening might might know what I mean what I'm talking about <laughs> because I lived it with you. Um but yeah. Um I did experience a school shooting threat. 
one time and it was like like how old i'm just like thinking because school shooting threats are so normal school shooting threats are so normal school shooting school shootings are unfortunately becoming normal because um shit doesn't happen um I wonder how many people are generationally have been victims to it. I wonder how many teachers have been generationally affected by it. Like, I want, there has to be, there's for sure like teachers that have experienced a school shooting threat or a school shooting when they were a student and now as a teacher. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And people have to just embrace the the American psyche and say that, you know, you have to fucking vote. The problem is that, you know, we have the wrong supposed representatives in office. But yeah, um, it's definitely difficult. Mm-hmm. It's definitely difficult. I I don't know how to conclude. Like, it's like concluding this this podcast is going to definitely be like it's it's just it's yeah. Th- I don't think there is a conclusion. I think how the way we end this is just. The struggle continues. This is not done. This is not over. There's just gonna be more that's gonna happen. And yeah. We'll, keep, yeah. we'll be here to talk about it. Yeah, that's literally um, our outro. <laughs> the struggle continues. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it does continue. It will, it will unfortunately continue unless we do something about it. We as a society do something about it. Because we as a people. We change society. Because, like, you know, you as your, you yourself being supposedly more virtuous, being more principled, is not going to do shit. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're in a society. Collective that, people. Yeah. Yeah. We're in a society that needs to work together. And. Obviously, America is antagonistic of that in, in many facets. I wouldn't say, well, in all facets, I can't say, but in many facets. But yeah. Do you have any final thoughts? No. No. Neither do I. So, just to wrap up this episode... We have a garden. Uh, the Vilma Spring Community Garden. Mm-hmm. We have meets every Saturday at five p.m. Mm-hmm. And you should you can check the Metadeus you Instagram on the stories. Usually, we'll we'll share when we're doing gardening events. Yeah. And that account, you know, you learn more about Metro. Um. 
If you want more information, like updates, everything that's happening within this podcast, check us out at THWPod at Instagram. And yeah. That's all, everybody. The struggle really continues. That's it. That's Me with vacation of a black body's last days. Brianna tell conversations just to get the third base. Stop fearing hell when the tank stop traffic. Sticks with the stones up they started tongue lashing. Made it to 20 years old in 10 years. I probably had some kids. That's gonna change the way I live. No more of the area F rapping ass whooping juvenile. That's a system that wasn't paying the bills. Instead, I'm on every F flexing mass weapon through the Nile of liberalism that's increasing in kills. Chill, label execs mocking my block by the rivers of Babylon. Couldn't digest reality with terror. Gone. Made the stones do they thing when the terror's gone uh, Running from the past, the triathlon Can't stop, won't stop Concentrators for keeping locks on the block with Mason King Yeah, white phosphorus for the innocuous Congress is watching with providence And niggas thought that wasn't good with an accomplishment ID politics, if I see Kamala get my goonies And we stop and shit I'm trying to raise the bar like I'm keeping black lawyers out It's under the floorboard like Tom in the Sawyer's house My heart tells tales of a glory that's stolen And for that reason they be thinking our truth is paranoid I'm just a little sad You don't want me now Oh, no, baby But I'm gonna change your mind Some way, some way Oh, baby I want you I'm just a little sad You don't want me